Hello, welcome to today's episode of Monday's Musing. This is the 20th episode. Woot, woot. Uh, That was weird. Um, I'm Isaac D2, host of the podcast, and I'd like to welcome you to Monday. Happy Monday. You've made it through another week. Um, I didn't even really bother writing notes this week, because there's only one thing I want to talk about. Because that's basically all I paid attention to this week. And that's Can't Stop, Won't Stop, GameStop. (coughs) Goodness. If you haven't heard about GameStop this week, um, you probably haven't been on the internet. In which case, you probably aren't listening to this episode. So I'm just going to assume you heard that something's going on with GameStop. And if you haven't heard about it, or even if you had, have, and you have some questions, I'm going to try to explain the whole situation and as best as I have figured out because I have uh I've been looking into it quite a bit over this past week just because goodness gracious it's been all over everything and even if I didn't want to hear about it I would have uh would have heard about it anyways so Okay, um, so yeah, in case you're out of the loop, basically GameStop has gone a few, well, among a few other stocks, but mostly GameStop stock has gone up a wild amount, like, I forget what the week total is, but like, ooh, 400% I want to say this week or something crazy like that, um, yeah, it's it's gone on a wild ride. Basically, the quick version is a bunch of people saw that um, more shares of the stock were shorted than were actually available, and so a subreddit, Wall Street Bets, gathered together and started buying as many possible shares of GameStop as they could to make all these Wall Street people and hedge funds lose money because they shorted it shorted it and now the price is going up so then these people lose money then those people sell which makes it or really buy back their shares which is closing their short position which just makes the price go up more which makes all the other people who didn't sell their shorts first have to lose more money or pay more to close their position And so basically, it becomes a long loop of buying and closing positions and people losing a bunch of money. And so at this point, it's become less about making money for people and more about just trying to, quote unquote, win a war against Wall Street um, to kind of show them that, hey, you guys aren't the only ones who are in the stock market and try to show that the retail investors or people like you and me are also a part of the stock market. So, yeah, that's kind of a quick synopsis. Oops, hit the mic. Um, Yeah, so let's get started with how on earth does even more than 
100% of the shares, it was 138% of the shares were shorted. Um, or at least 138% of the shares that are available on the market. What, um, so basically GameStop was kind of ending its time as of like earlier, like a few months ago, a few years ago, it's kind of been declining. Less people are using discs, all the newer things you can just download games on. So you don't really need to have a physical disc. And then when COVID hit, all the stores had to shut down basically. And so, yeah, honestly, it wasn't a terrible idea that a bunch of these hedge funds shorted GameStop because for the foreseeable future, GameStop was about to go out of business. Um, however, then a series of pieces of good news came out. Um, the owner of Chewy, or CEO of Chewy, joined the board or became the CEO, something like that. They had a large earnings report <coughs> increase. Um, they said they were planning on going to more of an online presence rather than just normal brick-and-mortar stores, which were obviously not doing very well during COVID. And so these pieces of news all kind of hit roughly fall this year, which kind of started to make the price go up. And I think it was like August, the share price was like $5 a share. Um, September was up to $7. And so, yeah, it was slowly starting to climb after these pieces of good news. And so that was, <clears throat> but yeah, all through the pandemic, the price had been falling. I'm not sure what it was like before the pandemic, but when all the brick and mortar stores or just physical stores closed down, they were like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. The stock price was falling. Um, so back to the question of how do more short shares get shorted than are available, which I just dodged around for like three minutes there. But basically how you short a stock is you borrow a share from a broker or person A. Let's say you're person B, you borrow a share from person A and immediately sell it to person B. So you owe person A one share of GameStop and you just got $95 from person C. So bam, you just made $95. And you did that in hopes that the share price will go down. So if the share price goes from $95 down to like $50, also I'm not sure why I chose 95, but anyways, if the share price goes down to $50, you can say, okay, I want to close my short position. So you buy back a share from whoever for $50. So you just paid $50 and then you give that immediately back to person A or the brokerage or whoever you owe the share to. So basically you just made $45 because you sold it for 95 and then bought it back for 50. However, if you bet wrong and the price goes up to say $125 a share, you owe 
$30 or you just lost $30 because you have to buy back the share at $125 and yeah, you lose $35. Um, there is no expiration date on shorts though. So like, um, technically you could just wait in hopes that it goes back down below $95 a share. But, um, if you are kind of doubting that it will again, and it just keeps rising, you're just going to keep ending up losing more and more money. So back to the example, you sell the share to person B or to person C. And so person C now has a share of GameStop and they can then lend that to another person who will immediately sell it to another person. So the same share it, who started in person A's hand got lent to you who you sold to someone else. That person, C, the third person can then lend that to someone else who will then immediately sell it to someone else. So if that happens, if enough people want to short the stock, they can because you can essentially just more people can borrow it from other people. And um, yeah, so that's basically how that happens. And if there's, so if there's 100% or more of the shares being sold, there won't be enough or shorted there won't be enough people willing to um, sell the shares back to you when you want to buy to close your position because there aren't enough shares available on the market. So theoretically, um, the person who's selling you the share when you want to buy it back to close your short position could raise the price because there is a lot of demand and not a lot of supply. And so that's where the whole short squeeze term, which if you've been following is what's been happening with GameStop. There's been a lot of supply for the stock or a lot of demand for the stock, but not a lot of supply because there was a lot of shares shorted. So that's how a short squeeze happens. If you didn't follow this, that, um, sorry, it's kind of hard to explain and I'm not always the best explainer. Also, I should mention this is not financial advice and, um, I don't own any stock in GameStop or any of the stocks mentioned in this thing right now, as of today, January 31st, 2021. I do own virtual shares of GameStop, but I'll get to that in a minute. But that has absolutely zero effect on the market and is not dealing with real money. So yeah, I'm not a fan financial advisor. Um, I should also mention at this point, all the information I've been getting is a mix of YouTube videos, Twitter, Reddit, and news articles. So yeah, I've just been diving deep into a lot of this stuff and trying to figure out what the heck is going on with GameStop. Um, so yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday, I think it was Tuesday, the stock price went up wildly. I'm not sure the percentages on the numbers. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, Tuesday, the stock price shot up as a bunch of people 
basically gathered together on Reddit and decided to buy it. And then Tuesday evening, after hours, Elon Musk tweeted Game Stonk, which sent the price up a bazillion percent in after hours. And the stock ended up like 130-something percent that day. Um, Wednesday, that would be on Wednesday, it went up like 130-something percent. Thursday, the stock price fell 44%, but that's because of a bunch of brokerages not allowing people to buy it, so a lot of people were panic selling, and then Friday, it went up another 30 or 40% or something. I forget the actual number, but yeah, right now it's sitting at like $325 a share compared to the August price of about $5 per share. And most of that has happened in the past week. Um, So yeah, the reason that the stock price was able to go up so high so fast is because the people on Wall Street Bets who started the whole thing weren't actually buying shares of GameStop. They were buying options for GameStop. Um, So basically, an option is a contract that gives you the option to buy 100 shares of GameStop or whatever the underlying company is. Um, So the brokerage, when you order or when you buy an option, the brokerage has to have 100 shares of GameStop in order to This is just the way I'm understanding it. I think I'm correct, but I could be wrong. So if you are just like fact check me if you're unsure. Um, Anyways, the brokerage then has to have 100 shares in case you want to exercise that option. So when people are buying all these options for GameStop or all these options contracts, the brokerages have to buy all of these shares of GameStop in order to give you the option to exercise your option and buy 100 shares of the underlying company. So that's how the stock price went up really fast, even though there weren't like billions of dollars in a hedge fund that were buying the stock. Also, I'm sure some of the short positions sold. Actually, I do know that because as of one of the days there was only 113% of the shares shorted so there ended up being um, it went from 138% to 113% so some of the people who shorted have closed their positions at least partially if not fully which sent the stock price higher Um, so yeah that is basically how that happened. There's also, when you're buying options, there's um, Greek, the Greeks, and one of them, I want to say it's gamma. I could be wrong, but it ends up being a decimal. So for example, if the gamma is like 0.97, for every dollar increase that the underlying 
goes up, the money market makers um, have to buy, in this case, 97 shares of the company. And if the stock price goes down a dollar, then they'd have to sell 97 shares of the company just in order to stay even. I'm not sure how the back end of that works. That's something that I read very briefly before basketball practice, so definitely don't quote me on that one. Most of the other stuff, I have fact-checked this through multiple things, but that one in particular, I'm not sure exactly how that works. I'm not a professional in options trading, and so, yeah, I'm just doing my best to learn the whole options thing um, because as of right now, not 100% on how that all works. Um, so, yeah. trying to figure out where to go next um so yeah let's start with so that was basically tuesday and wednesday covered thursday however the stock price went down 44 percent um i think this was a mix between two things the first thing that happened is after the stock went up like over a hundred percent in two days probably like a couple hundred or something um Sorry, again, I don't know the actual numbers for Tuesday, but after after the stock went up a very significant amount, I'm sure there's some people who don't have what the Redditors are calling diamond hands, and they were like, let's just take profits now before we lose them all. When the stock comes tumbling down, as I believe it inevitably will, <clears throat> but yeah, some people I'm sure just sold on thursday because it had gone up an absurd amount in two days um the second part of that is that robin hood is the main um person that we're throwing the blame on but also other apps like weeble and um yeah those anybody else who uses apex clearing public stockpile um TD Ameritrade even canceled the option to use the buy button for GameStop, which has um, had some complaints and people are working on a lawsuit against this because in a way that kind of makes, oh man, sorry. I record I am recording most episodes I record on my bed and right now I'm under my blanket so I'm trying to like readjust so that's what all of that was for the past few seconds but um yeah so they canceled disabled the buy button for GameStop as well as a couple other companies like AMC, Blackberry, Nokia, American Airlines, any other ones that were kind of also mentioned for the whole short squeeze that was starting to happen on some of them. Um, some people are saying that these other companies are going to be the next GameStop and that they're going to be part of a short squeeze. Well, I mean, some of them have been going up, but I don't think anything's really going to surpass what has just happened with GameStop, at least in popularity, because, yeah, 
that's just my opinion. Um, I think that GameStop is a special situation and like it has united a lot of people together kind of, but also like, I don't know if they're all going to switch to another one company like they have with GameStop. So I think GameStop was kind of like a one-off. There might be a few that go up significant amounts because of another short squeeze, but I don't think it will be the same effect as GameStop is having right now. Um, anyways, that's, I'm getting off track. Um, Robin Hood, Weeble, Public, whatever. Um, all those canceled the buy button and we will public stockpile and a couple other ones um, are all under the clearinghouse of apex clearing and so that clearinghouse had some back-end issues just because of the high volume and they couldn't keep up with it so those ones have now re-enabled buying of gamestop and nokia and amc and blackberry and Robinhood kind of did. Oops, hit the mic again. Um, but Robinhood also has a special situation um, that they're going to be going to court over because um, their clearinghouse, Citadel, um, apparently lent money to Melvin Capital which had a large short position in GameStop. And so the theory is floating around that Robinhood canceled the buy button because I should also mention this over before this happened, over half of the users on Robinhood had at least partial shares or owned GameStop stock. Over half of all users on Robinhood owned GameStop stock, which is just wild because I'm pretty sure they got like 20 million new users in 2020. And so like it just kind of shows you the proportion of how many people are getting on board with this whole GameStop thing. It's pretty wild. But... um Yeah, so Robinhood, it's thought, or it's being filed for like a class action lawsuit because they closed this as a way to possibly have um, participate in market manipulation um, because Melvin Capital would have suffered a lot of losses if, if GameStop continued to rise exponentially as it had the past two days and so some people have the theory that and by some I mean a lot of people are having the theory that Robin Hood basically was helping protect Melvin Capital um, because its clearinghouse helped them out and so they were in a way protecting themselves um, by doing that, but also in the process, the stock went down 44% that day because people couldn't buy it, 
but they did have the sell option. And so there was a lot of fear in, in the fact that all these <clears throat> stock trading apps were now not allowing people to buy stop stock in GameStop. Goodness, I keep getting those two confused. Stop stock. Um, so yeah, that happened. And then also, I think it was Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, a couple screenshots on Reddit um, showed that um, Robinhood had started selling people's shares of GameStop for them, which at first, and kind of still, I'm like, um, excuse me, um, because a particular one I saw had said that they had sold somebody's 4,500 shares of GameStop at $118 a share, which on Thursday was like the lowest price that the share or that the stock went to pretty much the bottomed out at like 111 or 12. But, um, for the most part, like basically the bottom, cause it ended at 200 and something a share. I'm pretty sure. So basically they sold somebody's the person. Okay. So 4,500 shares at $118 a share ended up being like 531 million. No, no, no. $531,000. So half a million dollars earlier that day, it was worth $1.5 million. And even now it's worth somewhere closer to that. If their shares hadn't been sold for them by Robin hood. So that, um, and I had seen a couple others that weren't quite as large, but I was kind of like, um, excuse me, that's definitely going to be, Robinhood's definitely going to be paying a lot of money for that. Later, I did find out, though, that Robinhood only sold people's stocks who were on margin. So basically people um, getting a loan from Robinhood to buy stock while their actual money waited to be deposited into their account. So I guess a little bit of credit can go back to Robinhood in that sense that it was a loan and they probably needed more capital in order to fund all of these buying all these orders. Um, but also at the same time, like I don't think you're allowed to sell people's stocks for them without their consent unless yeah I don't think you're able to so we'll see where that lawsuit goes because there's definitely one going out for that um I think I'm not sure where the process of that is right now but that's definitely happening um Friday well I should say later on Thursday some of the other apps all the trading platforms that used Apex Clearing, they allowed Apex figured out what was happening and allowed that to happen. Um, you could buy stocks through them again, either, I'm not sure if it was by the end of the day on Thursday or at least at the beginning on Friday. So that was, that was just Apex's needed more capital or 
something happened with the back end of them. I don't remember exactly, but they just basically couldn't keep up. So that's not like Weeble or Stockpile or Public's fault. That's just the fault of Apex, but they did get their act together, so that's back to normal. Um, there was one other thing that I was just thinking. I need to mention that. Oh, yeah. Tuesday, no, Wednesday night, right after trading closed, the Wall Street Bets Reddit page went private, which I've, at first I was like, oh my gosh, they just like basically banned Wall Street Bets. Um, later I learned through a Daniel Inskeep video that that happens semi-regularly. The moderators just need to clear up some things and... Wall Street Bets gained like two and a half million new members in like two days. So they needed to clear out a lot of bot, bot accounts and whatnot. So, yeah, apparently that was semi-regular. That wasn't necessarily Reddit doing that. Also, since there were so many new members, Reddit's server couldn't keep up and it was causing lag on like the entire Reddit site. So that wasn't really anybody's fault. But... The Wall Street Bets Discord did get banned, which was kind of a big deal that it got banned. Um, they said they um, didn't follow the terms of service or something. I'm not sure exactly what all what the reasoning for that was, but yeah, that was kind of some big drama because the Wall Street Reddit, Wall Street Bets Reddit and Discord kind of went down at the same time on Wednesday after hours and everyone was kind of freaking out and started a new subreddit but eventually the Wall Street Bets subreddit did get back on later that day so everything with that's fine the discord though not sure what's happening with that I haven't heard any updates about that or what all is happening with that so yeah that was some big drama um so yeah, that was kind of backing up to Wednesday. Thursday, we just talked about everybody not allowing buying buy orders. And then Friday, Robinhood, all the other apps basically um, allowed buying of GameStop shares. But Robinhood allowed, only allowed limited. They started off with like, you can only buy five shares. And then later that day, it went down to two shares. And then at the end of the day, you could only end up having one share of GameStop just again I'm assuming it had to do more with they didn't have the money or they couldn't keep up but also there's the theories of they were trying to protect protect Melvin Capital from losing all of their money and going bankrupt so a lot of the things on my mouth is really dry right now a lot of the things on Reddit um um, Reddit? Yeah. A lot of people on Reddit are now saying it's less about the money. They don't really care if they lose money in this. Obviously, a lot of people have made money. Um, so I hope for them that they at least take out some profits. Um, but a lot of people are now saying it's not about the money. It's about showing that Wall Street is not the only stock market player because Wall Street has been 
for many years using the stock market to make as much money as possible and basically now that a reddit group got together um they it's like the whole stock market like is like or not the whole stock market but all the hedge funds are like wait a minute wait a minute this is not how the game's supposed to work we're supposed to be in charge so yeah it's kind of different to see how the tables the the turned have tables and now that the hedge funds and big wall street players are not quote unquote in charge anymore of this stock and are losing money they're like hold on a minute hold on we need to stop this so yeah the yeah it's kind of a big chaotic fun thing to follow um in the process though i found out that not really in the process i found weeble um because i've kind of not trusted Robinhood even before this they've had a couple security issues in the past and so i was a little bit nervous to use them for my stock trading um right now i use stockpile because they allow you to have a minor account and i am 17 so i'm not supposed to or i can't really have a actual trading account but through stockpile they do allow minors to have accounts under an adult so I'm doing that through Stockpile right now. The thing with Stockpile, though, is um, unlike Robinhood and Weeble, there is a 99 cent commission fee for every buy or for every order you do, so buying and selling. So basically, if you want to make a profit, you have to have the stock go up at least $1.98 of however much you own of it because you can't do fractional shares through stockpile um the other downside to stockpile is your your order only takes place at the end of the day and you have which is at 4 p.m and you have to make your order before 3 p.m so there is that's mainly the reason why i have not bought any gamestop stock just because of its huge volatility and in case it does start to go south, I cannot exit my position until the end of the day, which could definitely be way too late in this case. So, um, I have not participated in the GameStop rally because I'm a little bit nervous, and I'm assuming it's probably going to end pretty shortly here. Um, although I could be wrong, and it could go on for another week or two so who knows but yeah so that's why i haven't participated anyways so that's what i use but my birthday is next monday one week from well for me tomorrow but when you're listening to this when it first comes out from today my birthday is february 8th um i will turn 18 and so then i will be able to get an account through basically anyone who I want, which I've been doing some research and I think Weeble is who I'm going to be going with. I'm also probably going to open an account with public because that, um, you can get like advice from other people and kind of see how other people are investing. So I might just do like 
a hundred dollars or something in public just to kind of um, <clears throat> learn from others through that platform. But most of my investing I'll do through Weeble. But um, even though I can't open an account, I can still like sign in and use their see their market tools and stuff. So and they provide real time like tick by tick data, which is awesome. So I've been <laughs> have that pulled up on my computer or my phone like the second half of this week a lot of the time just watching GameStop stock to follow it because in our economics class which technically I'm not a part of because I'm taking it in uh, as a college class but I do sit in on the class um, our teacher this started like two or three weeks ago our teacher gave each of us $30,000 in fake money on a platform called Student Stock Trader. And it's a competition to see by the end of the semester who can make the most money through the stock market. And um, so yeah, we each started with $30,000. The first like two weeks, we the market was, it kind of started going up, but then it like kind of dipped back down. Um, so all of us were pretty much sitting around the twenty-nine to thirty-one thousand dollar mark. Um, I have two complaints with this student stock trade. Well, three. One is that every trade costs twenty-five dollars. So if you're doing smaller amounts of money, you have to kind of wait till the stock goes up quite a bit in order to pay for your $50 basically to enter and exit a trade. Um, so that's kind of annoying. The second thing I don't like about it is that not all of the stocks are available in the app. There's only like a limited number. I forget what the number is. I want to say it's like 300 or something. So a lot of stocks that I hear about that I'm like, oh, that'd be a good one to buy. I like look it up and it's like no results found. So that's pretty disappointing because like I can't take part in AMC or BlackBerry. So I can't use those ones as well um, to try to grow my money fast. <clears throat> the third thing I do and don't like about it, it's, it's like a love-hate relationship, is that it doesn't update and in real time or regularly even. My friend Zach and I have been trying to figure out how often it updates or like what the madness uh, method to its madness is, but like it updates two minutes before, this is what we found so far, it updates like two minutes before the stock market actually opens, so like 9.28 it'll open or it'll update the price to like I guess whatever the pre-market is at the time but then it won't update again until like 10 or 10.30. So the price like fluctuates a lot throughout the day in the real stock market, but in our studentstocktrader.com game thing, it only updates like six or seven times a day, which is a good and bad thing. It's good because it kind of allows me to time things better because then I can enter a trade, see 
how the stock is performing after I've entered the trade. And if it's going up, I will ho hold on to it. And if it starts to like drop a bunch, I can sell it pretty much immediately and I lose $50, but that's it because the price hasn't fluctuated at all according to the um, website. Um, so that's the good part. And also it kind of like allows me to see the future so I can kind of make better trades that way if I'm trying to like day trade it, which I have been with GameStop. The downside or the yeah, the downside to that though is that like if the stock spikes really high but then comes right back down or if it dips and then comes right back up, the stock price won't necessarily update like it's kind of a guess at what the price will actually be when it does update. So like if the stock's at $300 a share and then it drops to 250 for like 10 minutes and then comes back up to three around the 300 mark, when it updates, it won't necessarily have the 250 price. So I won't be able to buy it in the dip. Or if it goes up, I can't necessarily sell my shares in the rise so it's kind of a guessing game of whether or not the stock price will update to one that is the one that I want to buy or sell at. So that's kind of a blessing and a curse. Also, so yeah, that's my other gripe with this app. But anyways, so we each had about $30,000 roughly. I think I was at like 30800 on the opening on Tuesday or Wednesday. I forget which day I started trading GameStop. But basically I saw that it was going wild in the pre-market. It was up like 60 something percent or something. And so I sold literally all of my other stocks with the exception of one penny stock that I was kind of holding for the whole time. Or I planned to hold for the whole time, although I did end up selling it because apparently it's going bankrupt. But that's besides the point. I sold all of my stocks. So I ended up with like 30,000 and some hundred and I just bought all of GameStop. And then it opened and I ended the day at like 66,000 or something, which was wild. I doubled my money in one day. Yeah, that must have been Wednesday. So I doubled my money in one day. Then the next day, um, it dropped 44%. However, I was able, the stock prices updated in my favor enough that I was able to basically double and I ended the day with like 120,000, which was wild. <laughs> I was pretty proud of myself for doubling my money on a stock that went down 44% in one day. So that was awesome. Um, And then that was Thursday. Yeah, the way I was able to do that is I bought it in the pre-market and then at the closing price stock and then it updated to the opening time, which was about $400 a share, even though I just bought it at like 247 or something. Um, and then right as it hit like 420 on the day, it like tanked to 200 back down to 200 something it halved in like a few minutes 
Um, thankfully, the stock price didn't update, and I saw that that had happened, and I immediately sold. And there were some other people in my class who were holding GameStop, and they didn't sell. <laughs> so I'm in. At this point, I'm like way in first place i was at the end of wednesday like way ahead of everybody because some people did end up buying gamestop but they didn't like fully commit like i had so by the end of the day i bought another dip and sold at another high so by the end of the day i had roughly one hundred twenty thousand dollars. and then friday came along i did the same thing it was up really far in the pre-market so i bought it at the closing previous closing price and it updated and I immediately went to like, um, what was it like 180 or 200,000 roughly from my $30,000 investment. I played with it a couple more times and I ended the day, according to the student stock trader app, I ended the day at 299 and like 800, $299,800, I think roughly, um, but the stock price is still at two or three hundred and fifteen. It's like frozen on that on the app. So the stock closed at two no, three twenty five. And so if I have hundred and ninety or nine hundred and fifty shares, sorry. So theoretically well, actually, if the stock price would update, I have um over three hundred thousand dollars, like three hundred and eleven thousand dollars is what it should be. So I effectively in three days ten times my money in which everyone that school is like, um I'm about to give you my actual money and have you do that. I'm like, well, I mean I won't say no, but also like it was kind of the mechanics of the student stock game that allowed me to do that because I could in essence see into the future because the stock price doesn't update regularly on that one. So yeah, I was pretty proud to have multiplied my money by 10. I'm way in first. The next closest person has 50,000. So yeah. Um, my goal is to get to a million and then basically just reset my account and kind of play with everyone else as normal stock as I would normally buy and sell stock because to be honest, it's really pretty boring to be like 250,000, a quarter of a million dollars and ahead of everybody else. Cause there's no competition. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun to do it, but also like I'm looking forward to actually being a part of the competition with everybody else. Wow. 47 minutes I talked about game stonk um wow um if you've made it this far in the episode congratulations um next week or two weeks probably because I'll have to set up my account you can start trading using Weeble in public if you're thinking about making an account with those two please don't yet because if you wait until I make mine then you can get two extra free stocks by using my code when I get it. So just if you're thinking about using those, could you wait like two weeks and then you can just use my code and then we both get free money. Um, so yeah.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Monday's Musings. Proud of you if you made it this far. And uh, this is actually the longest episode. I'm Isaac D2. All the links to all my stuff is in the description. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next Monday on my 18th birthday. Bye.